General Hospital. My name is Jonathan, and I'll be your host today. And joining me, as always, we have Karen, Tony Ann, and Tina. Hey, guys. Hey, everybody. This is a very special happy birthday, Tina, episode. Yes. Uh, so we got convinced her to record on her birthday. So thank you for being here. All right. So got some news to jump into first, and then we'll get into some quick show discussion. Uh, first up, Patrick Mulcahy is leaving Bold and the Beautiful. Um, he used to be an associate head writer and breakdown writer for General Hospital back in the day. He also was very big on Santa Barbara and some other shows, and people are just theorizing maybe, just maybe, he might wander over to a GH. All I'm saying is I'll take any more strength that we can get because I'm actually really enjoying the writing right now for GH. You are, you're not. I am. So if yeah. we can get some more support, I'm all for it. Same. Me too. Anything just to help us out. So what I'm going for. The other big piece of news is there may or may not be some preemptions coming this next week. So just stay tuned to Twitter, to your local guides, and pay attention to the news because there could be something coming up on Wednesday and Friday as there is going to be some presidential impeachment hearings going on. As of this recording, uh, ABC has just announced that they're going to be doing special reports beginning at 10 a.m. on November 13th and 11 a.m. on November 15th. Um, with the plan as of right now, having being the hearings going to be continuously streamed on ABC's News Live as well as on their alternate um, stations. But... The way things have gone in the past, there's always chances of interruption. So just just stay tuned. That's all I got for you right there. Well, all I'm gonna say is that if you're a longtime soap fan, <laughs> you know what preemptions mean. Um, the current soap landscape with four soap operas on the air, it all started back in the OJ trial days. And, and people fell out of viewing. So I know people who listen to our podcast are internet savvy. Go and find it online. Go watch it on Facebook Watch. Go watch it on Hulu. Um, watch it on your DVRs, uh, like on demand. As long as it's available, go and watch it. It matters. <laughs> Yeah, and I don't like. I know a lot of people have been saying like this could be the next OJ, but I and maybe this is just the eternal optimist in me. But I honestly don't think so because viewing habits have changed so much that if ABC's willing to put it somewhere, people will watch it. Well, this may not be that. This may be the next OJ for what we know of the soap industry today. Um, I simply think that they're going to use this. And see who's going to go watch it online. And if enough of a crowd is following it online, they may just take the soaps online. Yep. Permanently. It's something that's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. But right now, we're as of this moment, we're only talking about two days. So I'm not too worried about two days. Uh, I think it's come on. If, <laughs> if we think that this is only going to last two days. I know. Um, it's going to be way more than that. 
but I'm yeah, not... but with the end of the year and the holidays, like, and the way they do their government sessions and stuff, we have two days now, and then we might not have to worry about it for a little while yet. Ugh. Yeah, unless they extend. Which yeah, there's there's this crazy. It's um, yeah. Uh, and 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 it could also just be kicking it down the can, and we're going to be facing this in January. Yeah. So, uh, with uh, some areas that just had elections, you know, and different people would be seated. So it's an uh, interesting thoughts. It's going to be interesting to watch. All I know is I'm sure Karen will let us know <laughs> as soon as she hears something. Oh, I will. I know they've got that going. So make sure you're following WebsNet on Twitter. Because I, I, it's going to be something that we're paying very close attention to in the coming days. But let's let's talk about something fun first. Um, did you guys notice the difference in Laura's hair? So <laughs> Tina tweeted or sent it to our uh, group chat. But literally on Friday's episode, she was all in her Halloween costume. And then come Monday, just a hop, skip, and away when she was uh, making her way uh downtown her hair got nice and nice and flat huh Funny how well that so she was wearing the same shirt like underneath or the same dress um but she had like a burgundy coat in julian's office and she had the crazy hair mm-hmm. and then they made it sound like That's it was cool. the same night that she went to go see sunny yeah, it was like she made a beeline from julian's to sunny's right but she has a different coat on which whatever but and then the hair is completely straight, and I'm like continuity. Anyone? They made it sound like she went straight, whoosh, one to the other. She had time to straighten her hair. Jeannie Francis said, "I'm not sitting in that chair for you to do that again. It took too long. <laughs> Once was enough. The new day." If that's the case, then Laura should have only gone to see Sunny the next morning. What was the difference in seeing him at what amounts to like what midnight or seeing him at 8 a.m.? Yeah, I don't think wicked transition problems, you know. That I mean, they I know, but this one just kind of jumped out at me. This one, she had like some hair stuff on her head, like that one of those well, no, not hair, not a wig (laughs) hair stuff, but you know, the the falls, you know, the, the, the extensions, like they put them on top of your head, like the halos. Yeah, so I thought maybe they just unclipped it. Her hair fell. <laughs> That's what I was saying. No, I, 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 honestly, I think the whole updo was her real hair, oh, really? and then okay. she had that crown thing for her costume and the mm-hmm. the big, um, what you call it, the big fan on the back of her head. I did color. enjoy their talk, though. I did enjoy her sticking up for Ava. I'm glad that she went to see Sunny about that and to t- you know, kind of tell him, um, you know, I've had some mental problems too, buddy, and. I have kids. So. And, and not for nothing. No, Sonny is no one to throw stones on oh, mental stability. <laughs> exactly. He's a man who chooses not to take his medication whenever you know the wind doesn't blow his way. So he really has no room to talk about anybody's mental stability. I mean, all you have to do is re- remember when he used to throw barware all the time? Yep. He hasn't thrown barware in a while. That's because he's been medicated for the last six years. <laughs> Because the last time he went off his medication was when he revealed all at Morgan and Kiki's wedding reception, which I think was in 2013. Maybe. Something like that. Mm. Well, let's let's discuss the show. 
Well, so. no, I want to discuss something else to go along with continuity. So I, I don't know if anybody is aware. Um, there's an interesting following on tr- Twitter. <laughs> and it started with the Moss Pot, <laughs> which is on Sunny and Carly's kitchen counter. Which seems which to be has, growing by the has second. grown. But then we met Jax's succulent pot. <laughs> Tell uh, anybody else just find it hilarious that I they think have they trolled us on that. I really yeah. think they trolled us. I feel like yeah. at this point because they tape so close to yeah. air that they I have really to think know. They're like they love that moss so much. We're gonna give them something even better. I mean, there is a moss pot account on on Twitter yeah. that they tweet out some of the funniest stuff. Um, I will Mom say, Mom Moss. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's pretty funny, and, and there are. I, I do love that fans do that, and and I think you're right. I do think they are trolling us yeah. in return. But I just wanted to mention that since we were talking about continuity and sets and stuff. It's uh, like you said. I love that fans take this so so seriously, and they have so much fun with it. It makes makes watching the show enjoyable well you know i love props and i love the sets and i have a prop of the week and i watch those sets like a hawk because i just think it's fascinating so you know jax's house is west elm pottery barn um yes Lake surfer dude um i just i just love watching all that stuff so and julian got an office slash bedroom i know he had an office before but i don't remember it being that big <laughs> It wasn't. It was different. Thank you. Okay. So yes, I I, I love when they do stuff like that. I love this man. I'm as OCD about the sets as you are. So yeah, it's a fun part of the show. Absolutely. Exactly. Exactly. All right. So let's discuss what happened this week first. All right. So first up, we have Hayden. And Finn and Violet and Robert and that whole debacle. So Robert found out about Violet's existence and he immediately tells Finn that he needs to tell Anna the truth right now because it's a lie of omission. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It would have been better if he had said, look, I know what it's like to just find out that you have a kid. That happened to me when mm-hmm. Robin was about the same age yeah, that right. Violet is now. And I wouldn't want to have that bomb dropped on me again. So you better prepare Anna or something like that. But they could have tied history into it and they didn't. And it kind of made me mad. Well, he kind of came off Robert-like because he hates Finn. You know, so it it did come off as abrasive. But I thought it was totally in character for him to just be like, you better just do this. And you better just do it now because I'm telling you to. Yep. Well, I mean, and the implied there, of course, you know. You better do this or, you know, she's going to find out from someone else, namely me. I mean, it it was right there. That little girl's adorable, though. Bye, Robert. Oh, she was so cute. Yes, once she started speaking, I could forgive the issues I had last week. She's just, oh, I just love her. Somebody, Uh, oh, guys, on Twitter, if if you're on Twitter, you have to, maybe I can find this and put it on my feed. Somebody put up a picture of Nell. And that little girl. And oh my gosh. It really looks like her. 
And somebody said, you know, have you interacted with this girl yet? Because they, they really look alike, the two of them. They do. I just thought I'd point that out because it was a, it was a fun little thing that um, somebody put up there. And, um, and then once I saw it, I couldn't unsee it. Yeah. It's something that I've never even thought about how close they do look. But now that you said that, I pulled up pictures and looked yeah. at them both. And they really do yep. look close. And I, I do now see kind of why the kid is that age and why they are doing that. Because they want to yeah, her talking too. and doing this stuff. Yeah. yeah, it works. It is what it is. I still have some issues with it. But the kid's cute and I, I do enjoy it. So yeah. I'm willing to overlook that for, for now. Um. But I, I am interested to see kind of where this story goes. So I I don't know that I think Finn should tell Anna over the phone, though. Like, I agree. Just... This, should, this is definitely an in-person conversation. And given the fact that she's on a mission, he can't exactly, like, go knock on her door and tell her. So I get why he's waiting. But I might compromise and say, hey, like, the next time we talk, we need to FaceTime because I have something to tell you. Right. And it's not his fault. Yeah, he's not I mean, trying to keep this a secret from right. her. Right. I mean, it's he just found out himself, so like that's off to Robert. process this. Exactly. Because he he still wouldn't know about it if she hadn't gotten sick. True. Oh, stupid Hayden. Stupid Hayden. <laughs> Although I like her. Oh, I like her character. I absolutely adore her and I'm so glad that she's back. I've missed her. Like I didn't realize how much I missed her. Right. But I really enjoyed her presence back on the show so the other story she's involved with i'll just tie that to that is the whole nicholas and jack's story so how nice was it to have the show acknowledge the history there and that was so great spencer's past because i didn't know that existed i wasn't watching gh at that time so when I heard that, I was like, wait, what? And then I started watching YouTube clips and seeing all that unfold. And I was like, wow, it's really cool to have the show really acknowledge its, you know, history and presence again um, through that. And yep. Jax and Spencer have never really interacted. So to know that Jax still cares enough about Spencer for that to be his motivation was really freaking cool. Yeah. Well, Jax has always, you know, been that playboy with a heart type character so it was definitely in character that you know he would still be looking out for that w what may have been a poor fatherless boy in his mind to begin with well and it laid a good groundwork which sometimes we always we always wonder and, and think well, well they, 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 they put these people together and this time they certainly did think about the framework of it. Well, they, they, they colored in the lines, which they've been lacking. Yeah. I've seen a um, lot of line coloring in a lot of different mm -hmm. stories this week. And I'm um, very appreciative of it. I mean, some of it through flashbacks, some of it through, um, you know, well, when various steps. When Robert mentioned the, um, the nude uh, portrait to Laura of Helena. That was for those of us that have watched for a long time. When he, when she mentioned a portrait of Helena and he immediately went to the nude portrait of Helena. 
it was just like one of those special moments that if you had watched that long, you knew exactly what he was talking about. You saw it hang in Luke's club forever. And of course, that's the first thing he thought about. I, I was I was so happy with that. So uh, there is another um, Twitter account that I like to follow that talks about um, the history on this day. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, GH yesterday yeah. or something like that. Um, there's that one, and I think the, the other one's General Hospitals or something yeah. like that. Um, it was kind of funny because, you know, today is my birthday. And one of the things that was on the memories for today is that the fir very first appearance of Helena Cassidyne played by Elizabeth Taylor. And, oh, wow. I went, and I went, oh, my God, I was little and I remember that like vaguely. Like the pictures kind of triggered something. I was like, oh, my. I kind of remember that. <sighs> I wasn't very little and I remember. <laughs> yes, it was quite it was quite the thing. Right, because I, I have very distinct memories of watching Luke and Laura get married. Mm -hmm. I mean, because that was kind of the thing in 1981. You watch these fairy tale weddings on TV. Because you had Luke and Laura and you had, you know, Princess Diana and Prince mm -hmm. Charles. And, you know, when you're a little girl, you kind of watch those. They're kind of a thing. <laughs> So yeah, that was. So thank you, writers, though, for putting that that little gem in for us. Now, what do you think of Nicholas getting everybody involved there? So one of the things that we learned via dialogue is last week we were discussing whether or not Nicholas and Hayden were married still, and thanks mm -hmm. to the dialogue, we found out yes, they are. Um, mm -hmm. So, how are you? What do you think of this plan and the way that Nicholas is kind of letting everything unfold in front of him? I love it. This story like is the shot in the arm the show needed for me. I like it. I like that he's – I didn't like the Cassandra part until oh, yeah, no. Friday, and then I loved it. Yes, loved yes, it. yes. Um, and it was just like everything just clicked into place like one of those gear things. And it when she went to Kelly's, I'm like – how can she just be walking into Kelly's? And then I'm like, okay, it's a soap opera. Just shut up. <laughs> and then she went over to Charlotte and I'm like, oh, this is getting good. This is so good. <laughs> I wanted Nicholas to be driving her to her death. Oh, really? I don't know. I, I did too, but then I don't know. I just really like that last scene. We need, we need somebody like that. How do I think? Cassandra, if they do a little work on her, could fill what I call the Helena void. Yes. She could be reincarnated, Helena. Oh, we I could make her a different Cassidine. Come on, just go dig in the family right. vault. Well, there was a character named Cassandra Cassidine, so maybe when Helena shot the girl, she really didn't die. That's, that's happened before on this show. Oh, God, that awful woman in white who dated Ethan? Yes. Cassandra. Yep. Jonathan, were you watching then? Yes, I was watching when the woman in white okay. was in. Um, but I never really made that connection. That would be an interesting twist. Wasn't the woman in white a little bit younger, though? She well, could be her yeah. mother. Well, didn't they say Helena was her mother or something? Yes, weird? Helena was her mother, which was 
I mean, but insane. You got to so, realize how many years ago was Ethan on screen? True. But at this point, we can just age her. Just we age everybody. Exactly. Just don't think perfect. about it. She's been sore assed. Move on. <laughs> yes. Just say it and move it. That'd be an interesting twist, though. And I'll take it. She she could if she was a Cassidine, then I think I'd enjoy her evil. Yes, yes, yeah. I will say it that makes sense. Then but I'm the fact that right it. now she's a nobody makes me hate the fact that she's breathing. Yeah, I mean, come on, they they she's basically a glorified drug dealer right now. I mean, I look at her and go, "Why are you breathing?" Every time she opens her mouth. But didn't you guys like when she was like helping to plant trees in November? With Sam, and then she hit oh, that girl in the face. I thought she was gonna hit Sam in the head with the shot. I thought she was gonna hit Sam in the face too. And I was I okay with too. that. I was and, like, and, and that whole ooh, my sprained ankle. Oh dear God. <laughs> I I know it was supposed. To, I think it was supposed to be bad acting, but it was like horrific. <laughs> I liked that whole park thing, and it wasn't super cheesy, but I really liked it. I, don't I know, just didn't like just that move whole. That that whole movement that she did yeah. it was just like it was so telegraphed that she was gonna swing the shovel well the whole scene like like when when um curtis was in he's like hey baby remember me <laughs> the guard. can i just talk to sam for a minute <laughs> oh sure oh sure um it was just like it, the whole thing was just a setup contrived but it was so soapy so 70s soapy well, I, and I think that's the whole thing. The whole scene was kind of contrived. Yeah. So I was hoping that the acting wouldn't be quite as contrived. I, I don't know. It, it was just kind of weird. And I wanted it to flow a little bit better. Detail. And how did we <laughs> feel about the random... They're going to send her... They're going to send her to Steinmauer next week. And but they're going to put her on a work detail in the park. <laughs> well, that was because of Nicholas, wasn't it? Yeah, Nicholas you're right. Nicholas texted the prison guard and got it changed. Yes, you're right. But that still, still should not happen ever. It was. I mean, it could see enough that it was a definitely a male. Oh, but, and then he didn't lock the van door. <laughs> what if so guy does not lock like, the van do you, door? How do you not handcuff her in the van? Oh, like oh, you're oh. a fucking Cassidy. Sorry, but I mean, <laughs> he's out of practice. He's been yeah, asleep. yeah. You're right. He's been taking a water nap. <laughs> He's been defrosting. I think there might be some good scenes with her and Charlotte coming up. Where's Charlotte's being all sassy? I mean, Lulu's supposed to be right there. So, like, <laughs> I took her. I know. Well, she, she took her because she threatened Nina, well, which I thought was I don't, good. They didn't leave Kelly's yet, did they? She literally said, do exactly what I say or Nina yep. gets hurt. And then it was cut away, see you Monday. And of course, knowing GH, there's probably going to be no follow through to this. Well, oh, see, I, I, I am counting on a follow through. I just don't know if it'll be on Monday or Tuesday. Yeah, but Lulu said, where's Charlotte? Didn't she in the previews? I think so. I was yeah, watching I on Hulu, so I didn't see the preview. Yeah, I think she's gone Monday. Mm. In which case, I mean, how how did... How, how did Lulu, like, what did they do? Just go out the back through the kitchen? The like, magic Lulu, of soaps. How did Lulu miss that some random woman well, is talking to her child? So, talking to Maxie about if, if I remember correctly, Kelly's has the front door. There's a side door. 
And then there's a back door out the kitchen. But if she wasn't paying, I just think that they're not even going to explain how she got out. Yeah. Oh, probably not. But I'm just saying, Kelly's always had like lots of exits. Because, you know, there are apartments upstairs. I mean, they're not using them right now, but there are apartments upstairs above Kelly's. I just thought about Valentine finding out that Lulu lost Charlotte. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's going to be great. (laughs) There's a lot of really cool story that this can drive. Do we expect it to happen, though? Yes. I mean. I do. I do. I am expecting it with the current writers. Yes. Okay. And I want to see it play out on my screen. Yes. Please. Or do the flashback thing. Like, if you're going to jump and it's going to be, like, already done, do the flashback thing like they did with Nicholas Hayden and Jax. As long as we see it somehow on our screen, that's fine. I'm just super excited to see. I've got, because we have a new regime, all my preconceived notions of the show are thrown out. Like, I'm trying to look at every episode and every storyline as a brand new adventure so yes i had this been the old writing regime i would have different expectations but this current one like i i'm really enjoying what i'm seeing for the most part so so am i i'm just trying to keep my expectations low so i can keep enjoying it (laughs) it's not a very good way to look at things gotta think positively i'm trying but gh has burned me so many times that i feel like i have to go in with my guard up I understand. I understand. Well, this is the story that I'm not enjoying as much. So maybe you guys can change my mind somehow on it. And that's Alexis's poisoning. Yeah. Oh no! This is this is. <laughs> is there, there is a no... positive? This is the story thing. that has jumped the shark long before it even hit the punchline. This is the story that jumped the shark a year ago before it became a story. Okay, wait, wait, Jonathan. Though, yes. can you please just read that first tweet that the that fan set yes. us All about right. so, what he would have liked to see? I, I, I see, and that's had it been done like this, I would have enjoyed it. So, uh, Elena twenty four wrote, "Okay, this Alexis story is a bit dull. Do you think it would be better if you had Christina in this too?" Had Kendra befriend Christina and then try to seduce her all the while poisoning Alexis. And then you have Valerie in the mix because Christina and her are rebuilding their friendship. You have Valerie become suspicious and Kendra get a whim of Valerie's suspicions. So she starts to frame Julian because you know he asked her to keep him updated on Alexis. Valerie is still wary of Kendra and Kendra convinces Christina that Valerie is jealous and it causes them to argue. Like... And then she just kept going and explaining from there. But that would be a phenomenal story. And if we didn't know who Kendra was and was just like a girlfriend for Christina, that would have been so good. That would have been amazing. The only reason I think they might not have gone that way is because it might have seemed too similar to Shiloh. I don't care. So the Kendra story seems to have like operated in this little vacuum. Yeah, because while, you know, her kids and Julian and and the boy, Neil, you know, they all know who Kendra is. They don't interact with her. She's her personal trainer. Yeah. Um, And she just it, it, it seems to have like occurred like outside this whole like 
of everything. And mm-hmm. I think that it, it feels so isolated and so contrived that it's, I think that's why nobody's really loving this story. Well, we know Alexis isn't going to die. Mm-hmm. As far as I know, Nancy Lee Grand is staying with the show. So it's not even like a tense. And they haven't mentioned, I also put this in the blog too, they haven't mentioned her lung cancer. Um, about the so her immune system is already compromised, you know, and it's obviously arsenic poisoning, rat poisoning, right? She's got the, the hair coming out and the, the rash and everything and the neuropathy, but they haven't mentioned her, her previous history. And um, it just seems like it was, like you say, like it was pushed in there. It feels like they needed to give give Alexis something to do because they had to use Nancy Legrand, so they just kind of did this. Yeah, I don't with no actual planning. Yeah, or their original plan got sidetracked for some reason, so they're sort of cobbling something together. Well, again, like it just seems to be like operating in this little outside vacuum, right? And honestly, I think I would have liked it better. Even if maybe Diane had gone on some of these workouts and knew who Kendra like more intimately, mm-hmm. and and they kind of started that because in the first scene that they had, Alexis and Diane were together, mm-hmm. right? But then they dropped that whole thing, and I kind of mm-hmm. wanted to see more of that. It just just something that isn't Kendra with this, you know package of powder throwing in a dumpster and you can just hear the manacle laugh and then Ooh, standing by- real and, and then yes oh yeah that was creepy you know <laughs> I don't, I- and, and 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 then uh standing at the grave and saying she's going to avenge him like it just i don't care and would it help if the character she was avenging was somebody we actually gave a shit about right because Kiefer. Uh- beat up Christina. Well, you know, Kiefer was one of those characters that yeah, okay, she ran him over, but everybody wanted to see him die anyway. You know, there was no sympathy for that character. It was a good riddance. Right. We don't care about Kendra either. So, yeah, so she just needs to fall off a cliff somewhere and Alexis will get better. Would it be better if Kendra was an Alcazar? Because didn't didn't Alexis kill an yeah. Alcazar? So, what, well, like, what if she was the long lost daughter of the Alcazar she killed, and th- that was what the story was? And then Alcazar came back. Yes, I would love that. Thank you very much. Because <laughs> yeah, I would love to see Ted King on oh my, my screen. God, me too. Me too. Uh, um, yeah. Like, who would you bring back? That's who I would bring back. Well, not for nothing. I read that too, and I'm sitting there going. You know, that whole Dev's parents are Brenda and Lorenzo, like, sounds phenomenal to me all of a sudden. You know, you want to talk about bringing people back? That would work for me. Because, you know, Lorenzo would be, you know, Alcazar would be a back from the dead. And Brenda would be back from wherever the hell she's hiding because she's not dead. Yeah, she went back to Rome, didn't she? That was the last we heard. So, because that that was the question that one of our mm-hmm. followers asked, you know, wondering who would be impactful, and and I am, I am right there. I I would be good with that, 
Anybody else? Yep. So I would be good with that. At J Mel wrote, what character that is missing from the canvas do you think would uh, would have the biggest impact if brought back? And that works. Like I Brenda for me has always been my go-to. Um, but uh, I've never actually seen Alcazar on screen, so I would be a down for that. Oh, I was so excited! I was so excited because we—I thought we were getting that near the end of the One Life Delivers. Yeah, being on there because that's where that well, story seemed to be going. But well, they—but they said they were like one alive character and one dead character, and I'm like, I, I've heard rumors that that might be somehow connected to Dev and his parentage. Is Ted King doing anything right now? I don't believe so. I don't think so either. Soap or anything. And now, um, yes, he was phenomenal, Jonathan. You should watch some of the YouTube clips. Yes, phenomenal. Because even after Alexis killed him, they brought him back as a twin. So, <laughs> yeah, he's not doing anything right now. He does some guest stints places, but that's it. So he can come on back. Yes, and I would be down for him because I do like Ted King. I've seen him on other things, and I've really enjoyed him. Um, not so much as Tomas Delgado, but I mean, the other things I've seen him in, I've, I've really liked him. So I'm, I would be excited to have him back on there. And plus, the thought of him with some of the leading ladies on the show. Ted King and Maura West. I'm just throwing it out there. Where my mind was going. Oh. Well, you know, I, 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 I actually might go for another round of Lorenzo and Carly if mm -hmm. with Laura Wright. He just uh, I see I didn't see chemistry with him and Laura Wright because they he was still on the show when Laura first started and I didn't see the chemistry between them right back but then. they they also were not playing that at all do you know what I mean Oh no she, she was kind of all about everybody. Sunny wasn't she Yeah they had kind they they had kind of moved that on so um you know because there's a lot of history there that you could play with. Hell, if Tamara Braun was staying on the show, I'd have done Kim and Lorenzo. Well, she's gone, so you don't need her back to stick around for Lorenzo. That's no. Fine. That's 100% fine. So, here's my question. Who did Nell secretly get married to? My money's on Shiloh. I'm curious. Yes. It's got to be, right? Yes. I think he used his ELQ shares that aren't yeah. his to bargain with, and he she thinks she's going to get a boatload of money when she gets out of jail. And she bargained with the kid, and he she could have told him that secret, or she could have said, you know, when we get out, we can work together to take Wiley away from Brad, and then um, he took that to his grave. Mm -hmm. Well, I I said back when he died that we needed to have the repercussions. So I have a feeling that's the next thing that's going to yes. blow. I mean, is... Shiloh's ripples are going out forever. They really right, are. But, but Could if... you imagine if Shiloh were still alive and they were married? Oh my God, that would be a great story. Oh, that would... No. Just think, this gets now into the new house with the shares, right? With the baby. Well, I don't think she's going to end up getting the shares because I don't think the shares were his to give away but she doesn't know that mm, maybe but they they never settled the um issue with oscar's will 
because they were contesting that, remember? Because she because he changed it right before he died from Shiloh to the funding for the Kilimanjaro fund. Correct. Which had already been started by the time he died. So when the will came into court, you know, when the will was read and Shiloh crashed it, then they were already contesting it. Right. You're just killing my jam. You're just killing my buzz right here. I mean, that's fair, but also I because they didn't finish contesting it, I'm just saying he's got it, and that's fine. Well, Nell I still, is getting her ELQ shares, and she's going to run the company. I still awesome. think that Nell oh, thinks oh, she's oh, getting them, come on. but she's not. <laughs> Can we just? Michael yeah. walks into the office, and not only is his chair taken by Nell, she's holding his uh, baby oh, too. Oh, yes, so oh dear yeah. lord. I think she thinks she's getting them, but she's not because I bet you Shiloh was bargaining with them, even though they weren't technically his to bargain with. I'm still trying to figure out how she's going to get out of jail. Yeah, but, that's where I'm curious because I don't know that part. She's going to probably have to save the mayor's grandkid or something the way Sonny did. Ugh, probably. Had, uh, yeah. The bomb. <laughs> yeah. The bomb. Maybe maybe she's going to save Sam. Oh, God. And then Jason and Sonny are going to owe her. And then they're going to go ask Laura for a favor. Dad's going to get her off somehow, though. Speaking of speaking of Jason, did anybody care that he just randomly showed up in the middle of that scene? Oh, I did. I bitched about it. Well, okay. I actually liked the original part when she told him, she said that she had told Jason she was going to be in the park so that the kids would not be there. That makes sense. That made that part of it made sense to me if she knows in advance where she's going. I, I don't know if that's truly the case, but maybe they tell prisoners. I don't know. Um, but then he just randomly shows up and leaves the kids with Monica. Like, uh, Monica's the new Audrey. Like, I would, I would have thought, like, it would have been better if he had just said, like, I heard the 911 call because Spinelli's been monitoring them or whatever, and I heard you called 911, so I came to see what was going on. Like, him just randomly showing up was weird. It would have been better if he didn't show up at all, mm-hmm. right? That, too. It wasn't in every damn scene saying that. No, it was basically, this is Steve Burton's episode guarantee, what? so let's what? just throw him in here. Let's have him hug again. All right, Whatever. At least she's not wearing black. She's wearing orange. <laughs> I mean, they're still trying to manufacture chemistry where there no longer is any, but, you know, whatever. Agreed. Mm. Uh, so, I don't know. I'm not saying anything more about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't blame you. So, okay. You guys have been watching for, obviously, way longer than I have. Were you guys enjoying the Tony scenes this week? Yes, I love oh. them so much. I cried. The Tony Bobby moment made me cry. Oh, I got and a headache then, afterwards. I was crying. Yes, and then I got I mad. All, I got mad all over again. I was mad thirteen years ago when they killed him off, and I got mad all over yes. again that he's dead because these scenes just proved to me how useful Tony could be on the canvas. So good. Well, you know, it's funny. I had I. I had all these same feelings a few years ago when they brought Stuart Damon back and he had those amazing scenes with Monica and Tracy. And I was like, this just, this is killing me because he never should have died in the Metro court. So it was, it was those echoes. I'm like, 
he should have been on this canvas the whole time. No. I mean, he and should have I, been here. And I wouldn't he die. He, he died during the monkey flu in 2006. When they yeah, had the monkey. outbreak of encephalitis. He was part of the Gooza purge. Thank you very much. Yes. He was a part of the big Gooza purge. And so many people left canvas during that time. Um, yeah. He and, was the kickoff of it. Because he, he died yeah. in February of 06. And then you had Alan die in February of 07. And then em Emily died in November of 07. Then you had Georgie die in yep. December. Like, Tony was the kickoff. Yeah, you had Georgie die. And then with Diego... Yeah, there Diego was, there was, was the killer. Right, but he ended up going too. Um, yeah. But the just gone. Um, yeah. But and, 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 and they just decimated these families because, I mean, the Jones family had been around for a while. I mean, they're nothing like, not like the hist history of the Q's, but you had. He was going to be the next um, Tom or Steve Hardy, I thought. Me too. But so the Jones, they they killed Tanya way back in the day. Oh, I watched and, that on YouTube. Baby and Clark. you know, BJ's heart went to Maxi. Um, yeah. Frisco is the most deadbeat father <laughs> ever seen. Um, even Robert is not as bad of a dad as as Frisco. And he was dead for twenty years or fifteen yeah. years. And and you know, and then they killed Georgie. And they killed, you know, killed Tony, killed Georgie. It's like the last Jones left standing was Maxie. And she was on an island all by herself for years until they brought Lucas back. Oh, yep. those scenes were so good, though, with Jackie and um, Brad. Oh, oh yeah. I, it, it could have been so cheesy, and it was so wonderful. It and was I, so I found touching. myself just tearing up. It, it there was, was no I, dialogue. It was amazing. It was I what I called the vet. Master class. Yeah. I wanted they, the entire episode to be Tony. I didn't um, need anything else. To you know, to me, the a lot of the newbies that have come on the canvas, uh, you know, newer actors, they seriously need to sit and study those scenes. The communication that the two of them had. Yeah. All she had to do was close her saying he, a word he closed his eyes and the look on her face just everything and then he grabbed her hand and i just i <laughs> bawled my eyes out it was pure soap wonderment it was just it wonderful was just perfect oh, and feels. then i loved the scenes with him and lucas like the scenes yeah. with him and lucas were just so real but Brad Mall is a master at what i call the silent acting i will never forget when he laid his on head Maxie's chest. Oh my on God. Maxie's chest. It, is, it was such an amazing soap moment. And again, no words. Yeah. It gives you me know, chills. It doesn't matter he, how many He, he is phenomenal it. at it. And, and it, it's just, you know, I look at it and I just go, we lost an amazing actor to our screens. We lost an amazing character. If you want to, you know, Flick your wand and make him alive. I'll buy it. Give, give me any explanation you want. I don't care. I want him alive and on my screen and kicking Julian's ass for John, meddling did in you his enjoy them? I enjoyed them, um, but they weren't. Not, they didn't mean anything reading. to me. Now the scenes okay. with Bobby did, like the okay. silent acting that got me way more than his scenes with Lucas. Uh -huh. Now I, I, 
understood Lucas, but not as much. Now that this Lucas wasn't the one in the role when Tony died, correct? No, it was Ben Hogeston. Right. Drake Hogeston's yeah, son. That's what yep. I thought when I was looking. So they played, I thought that they played off each other really they well. They played off each other really well. And I like the dynamic, but it, it didn't yeah. resonate with me because I have no connection to it. Right, right. But I could, there's something about Bobby and him in scenes, though, that just yeah. felt right. Like you said, it, the silent acting was just, you felt it. Right, you just you saw it on their face. You yeah. saw it in the dynamic. You saw it in the room. the The ghost moment with me just yeah, it was just it was a ghost moment. But I liked that what it built up. I liked the way that it Julian played into the entire story. Like I liked that they gave us the history there, and that you got to play out all of those familiar um, vibes to it. But it, it that was not a scene for me as a newer viewer. It was a scene for for people that got to see Tony, right? Like that's what it was meant for. And I like that this is another thing that this regime has done for viewers, right? It's showing that they know the show, that they care about it, and are willing to express those opinions to us and show that you know what we're trying. Like it's not going to be yeah. fixed overnight, but this is something else that we've got for you showing. Yeah that we understand and we know the show's history and we know that yes, Lucas is Julian's, but really he's Tony's son. Yeah. And when they talked about, what was it? The scene right after he was talking about losing BJ and was that an actual scene? Do we know with the serial and stuff? Was that, was that for real or was that just soap history? Like it was, I feel like it's been mentioned before if we didn't actually see it. Wait, what? I, I missed that. The the scene where to- that Tony was recounting the history, um, saying that uh, Lucas made him a sandwich and they sat down and ate, you know, cereal, and then he was oh, sitting I him there. So. I was like, I was hoping that that was like a real scene because that would have <laughs> been awesome. But I feel like they've cool. mentioned it before, though. We might not have seen it, but I feel like they've mentioned it before because it sounded vaguely familiar when he was saying it. It just all I know is that I really, even though may, I may not have the connection to it, I like the use of history and knowing that they are are caring, you know, because that's something that I felt was lacking from this show for a long period of time. So it, it's good to know that at least somebody's trying something. Well, I re- I remember a lot of little. Um, scenes with Tony and Lucas when Bobby and Tony split. Yeah, because their split was bad. Yeah. And, and I, I, I remember the little little scenes. But I, I don't remember that specific one. I just think that would have been really cool if it was, you know, a real scene that they were recounting to us. That's all. Because cause I – maybe not play it in flashbacks because, you know, can't do that. But to actually have it be something that happened on screen would have would have been just a little bit more icing on the cake. But you know what? It, I enjoyed my cake. <laughs> That's what I got for you. 
So let's talk about Mora fucking West for a minute. Can yes. We give her all of the awards. Right Every now goddamn one of them. Because what that woman can do in a scene by herself just kills me. But yep. the way that she does it, like, without makeup on, dressed down, like, I get With that. Yeah, I, yep. I understand, like, she's in a in a hospital and does that. But you guys know as well as I do that there are some actresses that will still look like, you know, they just got. Yeah, they, they look like done. they just got puffed and polished, polished yes. even though they're supposed to be sick yep. in the bed. Yes. Yeah. And Mora does, commits 150%. So, Sometimes I find Mora a little over the top. <gasps> Sometimes. That is sacrilegious. <laughs> However, I have to tell you, when she was like freaking out looking under the bed. She's you guys so- it was it yes. was it, it was like, oh my god, like I was right there with her. I was like, oh, cool. And I, I like love this. the scenes. I love the scenes with Jax on Friday, like the yep. different, yes. the different dynamics in those scenes. Like she went from scared to mm-hmm. I don't really know what's going on to figuring everything out, and then flipping Being to that so guttural mad. anger, like that you think you're gonna f with me after everything that I've already been through and everything you helped put me through. No, get out, go away. I don't care. And you know, I and like, and I yes. loved I loved her scenes with Scotty. Um, yes, I you love know Ava and Scotty, and, and even with Laura. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's like uh, with everyone, it, mm-hmm. it played really well. Like this whole hospital stay, other than the fact that these people should not all be parading in and out. I know she committed <laughs> herself, but you know. She Not should exactly have that works. Some, some time to herself. Um, but, you know, I, I really felt for her. Because, like I said, every once in a while, she kind of feels a little over the top to me. But she's so good. And she's she's 100% committed to everything that she is. she is in. And you know she, that she is. I feel that way about Nancy Lee Grant, too. Yes. I feel like they are there, you know? Um um, Not it, everybody can say that. You know, sometimes I, f- I, I think some of Mora West's things are, the, you know, that I, I don't absolutely love. I, I, I think a lot of that is the direction she's getting. Mm-hmm. And they're playing it purposely over the top. Or that's what the writers wanted. Or that's what the director wanted. Um, but I really feel like however this was directed or written like the way it was given to her and the way i don't know if she made all these choices or what have you but these shady brook scenes yeah i have enjoyed them yes ingle looked scared didn't he mm-hmm. he did i'm leaving okay bye <laughs> well he had that look of oh to happen yeah when she figures yes. it out. Where did she hide the painting? I'm thinking with with um, Trina. Do That's we actually think? Too. Do we actually think she hid the painting, or do we think she was bluffing? She could have been, but I'm thinking she's. I think Trina. I don't it. think because I think she was putting it in the back room, and that was yeah. the last we heard of it. And then I don't think there was time for her to put it anywhere else. 
because then everything happened. I think she called Trina. Exactly. I think she left it. She um, put it in the back and then she called or text Trina real quick. and was like, Hey, stuff's going down. I need you to take this picture, that painting and keep it safe for me. Because otherwise, why was Trina involved? Like the fact that they brought Trina up like out of the blue for that story like that it doesn't make yeah. sense well yeah i mean i think trina is going to be involved uh, they explained how dev got it like I, I think there's a lot going on here um and i think valentin is finally starting to get clued in to <laughs> unfortunately the, the painting being important um you know i wish he could stay a clueless moron forever but that's just me. <laughs> that's a different conversation mm-hmm. however i will say once again a lot of people have been a little over the top with the um, hints. So, I, I you know, I, 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 Valentin is not supposed to be dumb as a post. Um, so I guess he's supposed to pick up on it sooner or later. Right. Um, but I really, I, I really enjoyed Mara's performance at Shady mm-hmm. Brook. Um. Because I'll be honest, some of the stuff like with the psychics and stuff. Oh. Yeah, but I will say, and ever since you said it last week, Tina, that this, that this was kind of all building up to her having a breakdown, it made those moments with the psychics yes. mean something, Correct. which is something these writers have been able to do, which is something I really enjoy. And we'll talk about it in a little bit when we get to the Franco story, but... I hated the psychic stuff when it was happening earlier this year. Like right. I bitched about it on Twitter constantly. So to make that mean something. It's like the writers have. Remembered they were writing a soap. All the string. And they're actually starting to weave it into a tapestry. And to make a big picture. Which is making a lot of things that were little and standalone make sense or make start more sense. Start to actually, once again, color in the lines and fill in the bigger picture. Which, it's about time. Yes. Because once again, these things that happen in a vacuum do nothing for me. And I don't think they do anything for you guys either. No. No, they do not. Well, you mentioned it, so let's let's talk about the Franco debacle for for a minute. Um, the scenes with Scotty, wow, wow! I was Roger. not expecting them to go there. Like I realized they were going there the day before the episode aired. Like I could kind of see where it was going, but the fact that they're taking this story that was arguably the worst story of 2018 in Franco's backstory with Drew and using that as the motivating factor to get Franco. Or Drew to make the decision to possibly have the to stay in town and or have the procedure again, which is where I see this going. I think is freaking phenomenally brilliant. Yeah, they have brilliantly um, redeemed one of the worst stories of the last five years. <laughs> um, because which... I also think that's going to make him look at what Kim did to Drew in a completely different light. I just feel like. Once again, they're really starting to pick up these little threads of things. And what felt like it was just a quickie explanation. Um, you know, just to kind of 
legitimize Drew and his history and what have you, and is going to become motivating. And honestly, um, Ken Schreiner delivered that whole thing. I, I mean, we were just talking about how amazing Mara was. He was amazing in those scenes. Yes. Him and William Lipton, their acting in this story, have been the saving grace of it for me up until this point. I, I mean, sometimes we like to forget that Scotty has lost children. I mean, mm-hmm. you're digging he's... back into history, but it's there. Yeah. And when he said he lost more than one because he lost Karen and he lost Logan. Yeah. Lo- Logan. Yep. Yeah. I love well, they... face when he realized what he was telling him happened. I, I really did. I just, I thought that that was just perfection. Um, something's going to trigger something. I can just, starting, to, I think it's starting to build a bit. Because I don't think that they're going to leave him being Drew this whole time. No, they have to get him to a point where he feels like he can risk it. And I think if he realizes that Franco was willing to risk it all as a child to save him and took abuse so that he would not, would make him think, okay, this guy might actually be worth saving. Because he's looking at it from a standpoint of... When he Googled Franco, all he saw was the serial killer. So he's looking like, this guy doesn't really feel like he's really worth risking my health for. And so you have do, to... you guys, do you guys think that they're, that they're going the route of he's going to choose to get his self back? Or do you think there's going to be a, an event that triggers him to start to be Franco again? I think there's going to be an event that is going to trigger some of the memories to come in. Okay. Which will then lead to him. And then um, would lead to a mass confusion. Okay. For him. And will then lead to the procedure. And, 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 and those scenes with Kim and Liz. Oh, she was too nice. I needed, I needed Liz to... Bitch slap her into next week. They were good, though. I will say that last parting comment about mm-hmm. not forgetting what she had done for her with Oscar. Yes. That yep. Tugged the heart a little. Yep. And it was very genuine. I thought it was something that would happen in real life. Like, no matter what happened, I appreciate you being there. Mm-hmm. Um. And I think that, that Becky and she play off of each other really well. Um, she definitely could have been Sarah. Mm-hmm. If I had my druthers, but she wasn't. So I just, this whole thing, I think I like the, the verbal digs that Elizabeth got in. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the way that Kim was coming at her in part of that scene she deserved a smack in the face or two. So or the, the Liz from when she was younger probably would have smacked her. I don't know if they're trying to show us that the character of Liz has matured. She's I almost mean, doing a slow burn on her, though. Her face was just like, you mean nothing to me. 
You know? Oh, if, if looks could kill, Kim would be dead where she stood. Yeah. Yes. I will say that. Like, nobody does a withering, bitchy stare like Becky Herbst. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I Sometimes it's like a resting bitch face there for a moment. Yes. Yes. Because I thought Kim was full of it when she's talking about, like, I care about you. Like, I still look at you as a friend. And she's like, um, you slept with my husband, mm-hmm. which no I... matter what his name is, he is still legally my husband and you slept with him. You are not my friend. And you knew what you were doing. Yep. He may not, yep. but you. But you made a conscious made. choice. To destroy our friendship. And my family. Mm-hmm. So sorry. Yeah, there was Bye. there was no like waiting in the wings to see what would happen. She just kind of went. She got on it. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> Which I mean, you know what? I I understand why Kim did the thing she did. I get it. It's a weird situation. I can't mm-hmm. tell you what I would do because. Unfortunately, would... I don't think I'm ever going to have a situation where my ex-girlfriend's <laughs> memories are going to be implanted in somebody's brain. I just – I don't I don't quite think I'm going to experience that in my life. If I do, I'll let you know what I choose. Um, but it's, it's something where if that was to happen, I don't know what I would do because it, it is a really interesting discussion or thought piece is – did you fall in love with the person or did the memories make the person? Right. Right. And right. That. And then also I think she was attracted to Franco. And so she was attracted to Franco. He had these memories. It all just fell into place. And she was grieving, grieving herself. She was going through terrible time. Uh, It's always a good excuse to do stupid stuff. Well, you know, I I did kind of, I was a little upset when she was like, you have no idea what I've been through. And, and Liz is buried Jake. Yes. And when she She thought he was dead, she started to say that. And then, uh, she said, uh, something along the lines of, uh, don't say that about, uh, Jake because he came back and Oscar's not going to come back. And I was like, but bitch, it's Liz didn't know thing. he was she gonna come know. back. Liz, Liz suffered. had, and she had an entire mental breakdown when her son died. As she should yep. have. Like she does understand what you went through. Like, and I'm sorry that your son wasn't important enough to come back from the dead, but <laughs> just the way. It I works. mean, Liz didn't go around inappropriately screwing people in her grief. She would have if she could. She, oh, she just wasn't allowed to. Correct. I could I could say something, but I won't. <laughs> Nobody gave her a flight of stairs, exactly. and you know, Jason Morgan up at the top in the sweaty penthouse all by himself. Otherwise, <laughs> she would have found her way there. If she could have. She would have. <laughs> but I don't know. I all I'm gonna say is I I do hate that this is how we're losing uh, Tamara, but yeah, at least she's going out swinging. considering i was never a fan of the character of kim exactly Eh. but i've enjoyed i've enjoyed her exit more than i think i've enjoyed anything else that she's done so 
Because Crazy Kim is at least somewhat entertaining. Even if, <laughs> like, even if I want to strangle her and she makes me want to scream at my TV because I hate her so much, I'm at least feeling something that's not apathy. Yes. Yes. So, sadly, I don't think the ratings are reflecting this <laughs> yet. Oh, yeah, I just saw those. And yikes. All the way across the board, yikes. Yeah. Let's see. I don't think I have those up here. There they are. They literally just came out. It was it was not the best week for a general hospital, but it wasn't the best week all around. Um, so GH got, let's see, for households, where are we sitting at? We're sitting at a 1.6. Yep, we're the same as we were last week. Down 0.05 year over year. I just, oof. To, uh, women 18 to 49, down 9,000 viewers. It's tying its all-time low. I, that, I don't know. I'm hoping that the new, because that was for the first week of the new regime. No, so, it was for the week of Halloween. Yeah, that was the first week. Oh, I thought they started the week of the 22nd. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. They started oh, okay. 28th. Yep, so that was their first well, week. You know what's funny, though, is a lot of people, until it was, like, screenshot and up on, like, Twitter and stuff, they had no idea that it was their first day of airing stuff. Yep. All right. So You know, th they kind of kept that first date a little hush-hush. So hopefully now that or it's known. You know, but we have to promote the hell out of it, uh -huh. FYI. I do my part every day <laughs> once I have a doctor appointment. <laughs> I'm working when GH is on, so I, I don't always get the chance to live tweet because my phones hate me when I'm Are working. You tweet other times, you know. Yep, yeah. This podcast does it. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. We're on here doing our podcast. Yes. We're doing everything we can to help. I tweeted today that you we were going to record. You did. Yeah. And that's the thing. And I know that you've been promoting it elsewhere and letting people know. And that's, that's all we got to do, right? Is just do our part to help talk about what, what's good about GH, why you should be watching. And that doesn't mean we're not going to be critical of the things that we're critical of. But I think that it's important that we talk about it and important that we promote it. Because if we don't, uh, those ratings aren't going to go up. They're just gonna keep going down. So maybe people will hear about the it. Tony scenes and the. That's what I'm hoping. You know that kind of stuff, I, and I, I, they'll start. Well, to... no, so it was. I, I I swear that screenshot of Tony and Bobby mm -hmm. in that mm -hmm. moment was it, everywhere. It feels like the screenshot heard around the world. Well, we can check YouTube at some point too and see how many views that scene got, right? Because they put them up by scenes now. Yeah, I don't. I was that the the moment that the gh account tweeted oh no i am I mean, on youtube yeah no because like but usually like they'll they'll put out on twitter in the moment and then they'll upload oh. it to youtube too i don't know i just thought that they segmented it enough that maybe we could isolate that part but anyway i'm looking now as we're talking it'd be interesting because yeah so uh that scene already has over eighteen thousand views on it well, I'm going to put it on my there. blog. So. I'm going to put it up. I'm going to tell my friends that haven't tuned in for a while. Mm -hmm. that aren't on that's, the internet. That, that's all it's got to be is just 
just more promotion, just talking about it, because yep. you know what? I think I think GH is is on an uptick. So, is there any other story that we want to discuss before we wrap it up? No, I think we pretty much. Oh, yeah. there actually, there actually is one teeny tiny little thing. It's a it's a tiny thing that bothered me, but it was a line in the in the scene with Michael and Sasha at Kelly's when he said he got to know Charlotte through Nell because Nell was her nanny for five seconds. Are we forgetting that Michael and Charlotte are family? Yeah, I didn't love that either. Oh. Because, you know, that's Lulu's daughter. Um, you know, Lulu and Michael are cousins. But they don't spend that much time. Well, I don't know. I well, mean, even, even if yeah. she said, like, even if even if he didn't say the 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 cousin thing, if he said like that's yeah. my sister in law's kid, like that would have been fine too. But to stay through Nell was just like no. I'm yeah, just gonna say about that too about Sasha. That's another weak link yeah. that needs to <sighs> story. That needs so to are, we, are Nina, we Sasha that the, that the DNA sample that was used was Nina and her mother as mother and daughter, and that's why the positive result kept coming back. Yes. Yeah, because that's what, isn't that what, um, didn't Dr. O say that to Valentine? That's what she implied. Yes, yeah, when they were I, in the metro court. Because I think Dr. O witnessed him taking the sample off of the dead body in the church, right? Right. Yeah. I don't even care anymore. I really don't. No. I don't care. If she, I don't care. If she isn't. I don't care. I just need her to go. Yep. Just need it to move on. Also, I'm well, sorry. I'll I, be. I'll be honest. If if she's going to become the face of deception and we're going to see Lucy on my screen some more, I might be okay with Sasha. But can Sasha embrace her vixen and not be like well, a she would, wallflower? She would have to. That's what I'm saying. Because she, she, she would need to become the face of deception. Literally, because she, I can't do this whole martyr act anymore. It's just, it's grating. Yeah, falling on the sword for Valentin does nothing for the character of Sasha. Yeah. And he's not even worth it. Like, he's pond scum. Kill him. Sorry. <laughs> I just, I don't understand. And this, whole, this whole thing, the more they harp on it, the more it makes Curtis look like an idiot. And, and he's falling right in with the bumbling, you know, PCPD. Oh, and also one other thing that I just thought of. Are we even more sure now that Nina is playing Valentine based on yes. the scenes at Nathan's yes. Grave? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. But also, I just need that to hurry up and happen because I'm... Yep. Unless I'm, she's going to stab dying. him. Yep. Because she's... Is it, is it me or is she looking more and more repulsed every time she has to kiss him now? Yeah. Yes. And I think she's doing that. They're doing that on purpose. Um, They're building it up. Mm-hmm. What is I'm hoping. What is I'm the hoping, end game with her? I'm hoping it's a New Year's Eve. Like I said a couple weeks ago, I, hope I it, think the end game is she, she wants him to admit to what he did. Well, that's just stupid. I mean, <laughs> unless, and, unless is she low key working with Jax on the codicil thing? Now that would be interesting. And um, she's going to be part of the reason that he, he gets dethroned. That he, then that would be fine. With me. But it's oh. just her doing this for... See, I thought... Because, you know, she kind of played like she doesn't want to know anything about a possible child because a child doesn't exist. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I wonder 
if there's a part of her that thinks maybe he did find the child and didn't find the child suitable. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like she wants to be sure of what he actually did and did not find and what he did and did not have. I don't know. It was just the the way those scenes were. There was no child. This, uh, this, yeah. I know there was no child. Like it, just the way she was saying it, it was really weird. Also, too, like I I feel like maybe looking for her child might divert from her actual plan, and she wants to get whatever her plan is over as quickly as possible, so she can get the hell away from him. It very well could be. I, I'm just, I, I'm just kind of spitballing here, different things, because she is putting off a really weird vibe. Well, let's hope there's a payoff at the end. I just, well, I need it to hurry up, and it's before New Year's because I can't deal with this much longer. All right. So, um, someone uh, sent me a DM uh, just a, a short while ago, uh, so I won't say who it is, but they asked me. What is the one story you want to see resolved right now? <laughs> this Valentine story, preferably mm. in his death. Gosh, it's so hard to choose one. Dan or Alexis? Yeah, it's one of those two. Yeah. I, 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 for me, I'm going Alexis because that one bores me more. Oh, um, on a Valentine note, what did we what did we think of the fact that Valentine and Nell's lawyer are connected? Did we did we did we miss that? No, I I saw it I and I chalked it up to an expansion of Martin Gray's role. Yep. As because he's Michael because, Knight is sticking around a little bit longer than well, originally thought. One hundred percent what it was. It's like, well, oh LOL, let's just do this now. Cause he said something. Remember that thing you wanted me to investigate it looks like another avenue has just opened up and that was right after he spoke to Nell so where do we think that's going I'm going to have sure. to go back and look I don't know it's it's Cassidine so maybe he wants to get some inroads into ELQ because Cassidy, you know, uh, Cassidy has been be, on that be, door over the years. Since, especially since Michael has been making issues for Valentine of late. I don't know. That's something that's going to be interesting to see. I also All think right. it's just an excuse for Michael Knight and James Patrick Stewart to sort of share scenes since they're friends in real life. But yeah, that's true. So I just I want this whole Wiley Jonah story to be over. Yeah, it's been going a year now. It's about time for at least... It's like a year and a half now. I'm tired of it. Mm-hmm. it. It needs to at least elevate into a different phase if yes. we're not going to a complete resolution. Like, the truth needs to be out, and then we need to go into a custody battle. Right, which is kind of... Which I think if they play the history would be really interesting because Lucas was a subject of right. an interesting custody battle. I want I want Wiley not to be Michael, but I me. I love that theory. I wish that would happen. I, I don't think it is, and I'll be really upset if it is. But also, I'd be really here for it if it is. 
Like I'll be both angry and happy at the same time. It's gonna be weird. But yeah, I don't think you're gonna get that wish. I know. Be so soapy though. Oh, but so I'd so like so. it to be resolved one way or the other. Yeah. Do we think it's getting resolved before the end of the year? Doesn't look like it, does it? No. February sweeps. That's what I'm thinking. Is it, it'll be a February story. Ugh. Although I, I, I've enjoyed these little this little November sweeps we've had so far. It's it's definitely been like I said, it's been enjoyable. Yeah, oh, that's so. right. We are in sweeps, aren't we? I totally forgot Did we were in sweeps. Sweep? They still technically do them mm-hmm. quarterly. Mm. Yeah. Still a thing. We just don't talk about it. It just kind of happens. Uh, no longer they... in the big events. Yeah, it's not what it used to be. But then again, our, a lot of times our Friday cliffhangers aren't what they used to be either. So it is what it is. Exactly. Well, let's go around the table and rate the show on a scale of 1 to 10. One being unwatchable, ten being the best you've ever seen it. What do you guys rate this week? I'm gonna go first because I want to. Um, and uh, for me, I'm gonna go ahead and say this week for me was a seven. Um, I, I know it could be a little bit higher, but there's things like the Lexus story that drove it down for me. It it, it just kind of held it off. But I loved all the mentions of history. I'm really enjoying watching the show every day. For some reason, GH was the show that I was watching every single day um and i just was really enjoying it it was one of the things that i came home and the first thing i did is tune on gh and it's been a long time since i've been able to do that and look forward to doing that um in a while so that's why it's gotten up to number seven for me so tony ann what do you give this week i'm giving it an eight the Tony scenes for me were gold and just sent this week into a whole other stratosphere on top of all the history mentions, like you said, but even the stuff that I didn't like paled in comparison to the stuff that I did like. Very so cool. I'm going with an eight. Very cool. Karen, what you got for me? I'm also going with an eight. And for me, um, one of the big, huge things that have happened, and I don't know who's I don't know who's responsible, but so many more extras were in scenes. So much more character movement. You know, Laura went from here to here to here. It wasn't just two people in a room, two people in a room, two people in a room. It felt like it flowed this week. It felt like it really flowed. Um, So I was very, very happy with it. Very cool. All right, Tina, that just leaves you. What do do you give this week? I'm going to give this week a seven. Um, once again, I, much like Karen just said, the, the flow was great. Um, it was definitely had some great moments, um, a lot of emotional moments, not just, um, you know, the Tony scenes, but a lot of the Mora scenes were very heart wrenching. Um, and there was, you know, and, and some of the Liz Kim stuff and of course the Scotty, um, Druco, whatever the hell you want to call him, stuff. Um, I, I, I really felt like there was a lot going on. And I felt movement. And I was engaged. Thank you, Chris and Dan. Yeah. And, yes. and all the other writers, too. But thank you. <laughs> you know what? Uh, just 
for real. They did a good job, and it's it's yeah. nice to see in just a short amount of time. Like I feel like our perception and discussion on the show has changed from having a lot more negative to say to a good amount of positive, and uh-huh. I, it's something that they've brought about, and something that I'm hoping that they maintain as they continue to tell their original stories, because we're still getting wrapped up of you know yeah. what they had left, but. I'm hoping and praying that as they start to create their own story threads and just move through stuff, because like Tina said, we have this Wiley story that's been going on for a year and a half, just dangling out there. So once all of this other stuff is wrapped up in a bow and they're able to propel stories forward, I, I, I'm hoping that they do it with the same level of care and attention that they've done thus far. So fingers crossed, but all in all, good week. So... With that said, you can follow the podcast at rtakemedia.com. We are on Twitter at rtakemedia. Use the hashtag rtakegh when discussing the show so we can find your questions, comments, and suggestions. Send any comments and suggestions to myself, Karen, Tina, or Tony Ann, and we'll make sure that we read them here on the show next time. Or whenever you send them, whenever the next recording is after that. Uh, thank you all for listening. You can follow me at SoapWikiJohn. You can follow Tina at TinaOLTL. Tony Ann is at XO, Tony Roney XO. And Karen is at WubsNet, where you can read her articles at Wubs.net every week. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks. Until next thank time. Bye bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye bye.